that is like a drunk person's goal. Like that, if you could get so drunk, it's scary though. That is peak me. That's the reason. As soon as I saw that, <laughs> that is something I would do. I would get drunk, wander off, then everybody be like, "Hey, where's Norwood?" Then I come back like, "Hey, man, who we looking for?" <laughs> Norwood and me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, Norwood, we look." Norwood, I probably would hit you. <laughs> my man, my man responded with, "I am here." <laughs> I oh, found myself. Do I get that's like the dude that's like, that's like the dude that tried to turn himself in and get the reward money. <laughs> I think that you should. Y'all was looking for me. I stopped you guys from wasting more resources looking for me. Give me my money. <laughs> I found me. Oh man, that is funny though. That I and I think I don't think that's the first time I've heard that story of people being lost or getting drunk and wandering off from a campfire or something. And then you got looking my homecoming? for themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's all homecoming. That is true. That is. That's, <laughs> yeah, you know that's a good home, point. You know how many homecomings that's happened to me? Oh, I'm back. I remember last we went to Grambling. I was just walking around that campus. Like I went to school there. I'm just all over the campus too. Which is, and you don't really wear a lot of Nelia. Nah. Uh-uh. I was just out there hanging out to hang out to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Let's start at, uh, we have 545. Let's start at seven minutes. Say something crazy about me and salty, then we at your neck. Shorty just told me she hungry. I told her to chill. We got food on the jet. Take her from LA, then land in Atlanta. You know that I brought me a pack back. Niggas is claiming my old work, man. I had Kim K with soldiers, I'll crank that. It's 2021, me and Draco, and we back, we ain't taking no losses. Man, I'm too big to be talking the middle, man. God, just show me who your boss is. No, I don't follow religions, but I had to go ahead and ice off the crosses. For sorry for you if you crossed us. Fucking pandemic, we back outside label, that's calling me. Fuck them, I'm dropping shit. Fuck, I look like taking orders from niggas. Unlike all y'all rappers, I own my shit. Soldier cool, women, I'm magic. I promise you, don't want no static. You never went play, how you bragging? RB bitches, I'm smashing. I might pull up with a Braxton. I'm in a two seater. And shit came with the new features. You know I keep me like two heaters. Hard to walk in the two leaves. Hard to walk in two people. I'm in that Lambo, the nigga that two seater. Don't play with me, you know we shoot people. My son, I don't. I'm counting a hundred on nigga that's too easy. Draco and Bow Wow. Lamborghini cost 200 and Thow Wow. Draco on me, nigga Bow Wow. Every time I look up, the nigga jack on my style now. I got a bitch on a futon. I buy a brick with a coupon. Me and Bow Wow. I'm following our verses. We riding forever, the nigga we swerving. I hop in that Lamborghini and it's purple. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 26 of the Splash Cast. I'm your co-host, Reggie. I'm your co-host, Norwood. You heard that right. It is 26. So we on lap number two with me and Reg, and we are ready to do what? To get into it. And I know a lot of y'all have probably been waiting to hear my excellent voice again no headset this time. I'm back with my mic, back at the setup, ready to run this thing back. 100%. 100%. So right now, it is 12.52 on Saturday, Eastern Time, 11.52 Central Standard Time, and we're watching the Georgia-Arkansas game. 
So if you see some random emotional outbursts and me look up to the left, I'm just looking at the television, ladies and gentlemen, because right now Georgia's up 21 to nothing. Yeah, Tra- trash on your on your screen, trash in your Ooh, ear, trash yeah, on that. your television set. But one thing for sure and two things for certain, everywhere. Oh, Fabo! See? See? I had to, I had to go ahead and get all that BS out of he had he was talking. I had to get that B get him stop talking that BS, that Florida fan over there. That's why he got his blue hurt bleach, his blue hat backwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all gator gang over here you know it what is. it is it is what it is it is what it is so ladies and gentlemen this is our part one of episode 26 our atl edition where we talk about the braves falcons hawks and hbcu news around the culture first we're gonna start with the braves man the braves took all of the suspense out of that philly series and swept them and what we get we throw up the foes over here, dog. Four division championships in a row. In a row. Back to back to back. That's four in a row for your head top. Yes, sir. And what was funny to me was that they already had the banner printed. Oh, yeah. Wait. You got you to gotta be ready. That, I didn't feel comfortable making the announcement. I saw us win the game, and I was like, I think that means mm-hmm. that we clinched the NL East. But you know how I'm very uh, superstitious about saying things before they come into fruition. And uh, I didn't want to believe be- in manifestation? Y- yeah, but I also don't believe in jinxing my team because I, <laughs> I am a Braves fan. I'm a Hawks fan. And I'm that other team that beat the Giants fan. Um, <laughs> you not you say just, that day? Nah. Uh, you got to be very particular about you got to make sure that things are concrete before you go out there saying crazy stuff because the team will trick it off and then you'll record it and then I'll look like an idiot. And then all of these people who listen to our podcast will be texting me like, Norwood, you said that. And then <laughs> I'll be explaining myself for an entire week. Oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, uh, keep it on the Braves, man. We definitely clinched the division. And we are now resting our starters, resting the ones that have like little tweak injuries, soreness here, there. Uh, and it looks like we're going to end up playing, I believe. Is it the Cardinals? Hey, Cardinals hey, can, or the Brewers? Can we get, I think, well, number one, I think I'm almost 100% sure we play the Brewers. Number two, can we get Albies out of the damn game? Like, he don't need to play anymore. Like, wrap that man in bubble wrap. And, and if it's not a playoff <laughs> game... He is not available. Like, not a chance. Like, we just got here. We not used to having nice things. We should protect the the few things that we got that got us here. Yeah, yeah, man. Don't don't get anybody else hurt. So the Mets don't matter. So we <laughs> we about to you can play our Christian Pache. Bring all them up. Let them play for a little bit. Somebody said the Mets never matter, but <laughs> not since 1984. But <laughs> Hey, hey, well, at least, Yo, you know. You only speak facts, hey, man. If Georgia can get the 1981 jokes, the Nets get the 1984 jokes. And, and, Everybody I mean, going to get it. They do have Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> Great job. The smartest Met of all time. Man. <laughs> uh, so, man. You know, right, I, I'm just, like I said last week, I sacrificed the Falcons, and they, they just got to take the L. Hey, Braves, we need y'all. At this point, Number one, I am happy with what we've accomplished. Coming from not being above 500 for a long time to just being 500 for a long time to winning the National League East is an accomplishment when you lose your number one player. We cannot lose that. We cannot forget that. 
this team was not supposed to be here. It's just the nope. Phillies and the Mets tricked it off in true trick it off fashion. Shout out to you guys for supporting the Splash Cast and for supporting the Atlanta Braves. Without you, none of this could be possible. But it's still, it is. It is, man. It is, man. So we're not going. We're not going to stay too 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 much on the Braves as these last two games. We don't really have much to talk about because, uh, as you said before, they're going to sit the starters. But uh, we'll be back. We're back in the game. We're back in the tournament this year. You never. All you got to do is get in there. You never know what could happen. Hey, yo! Leave that in the podcast. That was fire. Um, <laughs> also. Uh, Braves fans, I mean, Braves and Hawks do not look directly at the Atlanta Falcons. I don't want y'all to be caught up in their bad. Yeah, that's like looking at the sun, it's the glare. Just you're gonna go blind, don't mess it up, don't mess it up. You know how your parents buy, yeah, don't hang out with them, they they have nothing but (laughs) but pain and strife in their future. Well, y'all, if y'all see a Falcons player walk in the opposite direction, (laughs) even Kyle Pitts. Give him the fist and be like, "Hey, player, you be safe." But uh, we gonna safe. go, over, we gonna go over here where we win. Yeah, we are gonna go ahead and preview. We'll we'll talk about you in year two. Oh man! Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our brave segment. If you don't have anything else, Norwood, let's get into some Falcons news. I am convinced that Arkansas Razorbacks are throwing this game. Let's get to the Falcons. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our Falcon segment of part one of episode 26, our ATL edition. Uh, we have a few things that we want to talk about with the Falcons. We're just as surprised as you are. We definitely thought. No, actually, Norwood called in and said the Falcons better not lose because <laughs> he was going to abandon his post. <laughs> the Falcons actually beat the Giants and we got our first win of the season. What were your thoughts on that game, man? It was seven, what was it 17 to 10, 17, 14? It was an ugly game. It was my thoughts. Number <laughs> Falcons. I'm gonna, I'm gonna first thing I have to do is give y'all a little bit of credit. Mm-hmm. Because y'all clearly wanted me to, to podcast more about the Atlanta Falcons. Because I'm telling you, had y'all lost that game and it looked like y'all were, there would be no more Norwood and Reggie Falcon segment. It would be a monologue of Reggie talking about the Falcons. And Boy, I would this was go, about to be a you was about to you was about to abandon the team though. No? Yes, yes. I'm going full Scotty Pippen. I can't see. I got migraine. <laughs> can't do it. Uh hey, just tag me back in when we talk about teams that know how to act. And since the Falcons don't know how to act, I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry. I would rather do anything. I could put some of the carpet deodorizer down. So by the time we get done podcast, I can run my vacuum. Anything uh-huh. other than talk about the Atlanta Falcons. And the thing about it is they won. Mm-hmm. And they lost. You can't no, be. No, no. As bad as this team is, you can't take away the wins from the team. They won and they won. The Giants lost. The Giants are awful. And they was beat. They beat us the majority of the game. We were winning the whole game. They were beating us, though. We. <laughs> I, it, if we're not dominating the Giants, then we are losing. Man, nah, I will the say, Giants are awful. So you think that? So you think the Giants lost more than the Falcons won? Yes, because is it? I mean, I feel like you're nitpicking in a battle of two terrible teams. Yes, but when you have two teams that are decent, 
Then yeah, y'all like I told you, the Falcons are making this uh, making Atlanta ghetto right now. Everybody else <laughs> on their best behavior. We we at least on like honor roll, A B honor roll. My we we might not have the highest GPA, but hey, we doing our part. And then he, here you have the Falcons coming in with a, with a forty two. <laughs> On a progress report, like, nah, the, the teacher gonna fix it. No, ain't nobody uh, gonna fix it. Not dragging down Atlanta sports GPA. <laughs> yes, 100%. It's one, it's one team ruining it for everybody. Now we're not gonna be able to go on a field trip to the playoffs. Man, listen, I'm not gonna let you take away. We gotta win against the Giants. And now we come to the game that was high, highly debated earlier when we were predicting the Falcons win-loss record, which we have totally abandoned what we said earlier because of how bad they played against the Eagles. But the Falcons will now play the Washington football team. I said the Washington football team will be a difficult team to play because of their defense. Norwood says they have no offense, so therefore they can't score, which he also said against the Eagles, and it didn't happen. So Mm. do you want to walk back your take and thinking the Falcons will beat the football team? Watch the football team. I can't lie. I want to cha-cha slide out of there. (laughs) <laughs> gotcha slide to the left reverse all of that man i i don't this is more my heart says after watching the washington football team play and watching the atlanta falcons play the mm-hmm. washington football team is more equipped than we are that is discouraging to say is borderline heartbreaking but it's a harsh reality they should beat us Mm-hmm. I do also think that Washington is one of those teams that will play up or down to its uh, competition. And I think that we could win this game, but we should not win this game. Uh, so our offensive line is atrocious. Our offensive line is really bad. Our guards are really bad. And they are their, their strength is their defensive line. So if their strength is their defensive line, Unless we Arthur Smith is going to have to prove that he's a very good offensive coordinator, right? He's going to have to earn his money because there's no way you can throw Matt Ryan. <laughs> I know you, I know you're giving me that look, but hear me out. Hear me out. You're not going to be able to sit back there with five or seven step drops against the Washington football team's front seven with our offensive line. One step hitch, Texas two step, three step drop, reverse out. I don't care what they call. You see what Matt Ryan has done every week, run away from the entire team. And these guys actually have a, a amazing defensive line. Mm-hmm. Hey, amazing. Matt Ryan. Hey, Josh Rosen. <laughs> Be ready. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also want to address the Matt Ryan haters. Matt Ryan played a hell of a game against the Giants. We have no weapons. Calvin Ridley right now is not – producing the way that he we thought he would because he's now the number one and all the focal points are going to him we also did not have a healthy slot receiver and it seems like kyle pitts is having some growing pains right now uh from well learning the the offense because they're not featuring him really at all well the thing with kyle pitts is they bracketed him they put two guys on him the whole game so Mm -hmm. and i respect and that's going to hamstring him. That's going to put him in a situation where he just can't dominate how he wants because there's a guy over the top and there's a guy watching him short. But I know math. And if that's two guys committed to him, somebody is going to be open. The only thing that we need is the offensive line to block long enough to find that guy. 
But give me, just give me three seconds, O-line. If you give me three seconds, we'll be all right. It's very difficult for defenders to cover receivers, tight ends, running backs for more than three seconds, more than two seconds. But I, I'm I'm past the point of convincing people that Matt Ryan is that dude. Because if you watch the game and you really are looking at the game, it's no way you can tell me that he's not doing everything he can with everything that he has. It ain't no. much now. It ain't much. But he do everything he can with everything he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, he's in a no, uh, he was in a lose lose situation because he is he'll never be able to fill the shoes of Vic in terms of popularity. He's already he's a better quarterback than Vic ever was. But in terms of popularity with the city, he'll never be able to fill no. the shoes of Vic. And that's where he's in a lose lose situation. Then you got the whole Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. But back to the this current week. Do you think or I'm saying what is the predictive? What is the predictive score? What do you think the score will be? Why do you make me do this so I can embarrass myself, Reggie? Well, I mean, um, I'm embarrassed. Well, we're a team. I'm going to do a predictive score, too. 17-10 Washington football team. Wow. Picking against the Falcons. I don't want to, but I. this is the realest podcast in the world, not the Homer podcast. Falcons don't look like it, and Taylor Heineke looks like he can probably get 17 points, and we probably won't be able to get a target on Kyle Pitts until the second half, like the Giants game. And I, I don't know, like, after that comeback, like, do we have – do you think we start out hot? I doubt it. And do we have another comeback in us? I think we're going to win 24-20. to 20. I don't know how we're going to get these 24 points. I think Cordero Patterson probably has a punt return kick. I mean, a kickoff return or something. That's all I got. I don't know how we're going to well, get 24 well, points. He, he's going to have to do that. What three times. And then young way. Cool. Going to have to kick another field goal for us. To... Man. No, young way. Cool's going to get us. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we're going to end up winning 24, 20 young way. Cool's going to give us three field goals. We're going to score two touchdowns and a two point conversion. And we're going to win. Me and Reggie are literally picking the scores on hopes and prayers because <laughs> our Falcons are so tragic that we have nothing to build on or believe in. So this is the Wish Podcast, and this is my first wish. Ooh, T's and P's to the Falcons, boy. That's all we got is T's and P's to the Falcons. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our Falcons segment. Uh, if you don't have anything else, Norwood, we could go ahead and get into some Hawks news. I thought you were going to say we came to the end of the Falcon season. My apologies. <laughs> Is that more of a hope, wish, or a thought? Uh, can I check all of the above? See, <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> oh, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some Hawks news. I'm going to pour myself a beer after having discussed that. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, ready to dive into some news around the Hawks. Man, it is getting closer and closer to the season. The guys have started uh, preparation uh, for the season opener. Uh, It looks like we are having a camp battle between Timothy Cabarro and Jaleel Okafor. And it looks like the rest of the roster is pretty much set. 
Well, considering Cabarro is having visa issues, and I think he's still stuck in France. No, nah, he's there. He got there yesterday. He got there oh. yesterday. Last he got there yesterday evening for evening practice. Boy, he like, hey, I got a job interview to get to. If y'all <laughs> let me out of France, they hiring in America. <laughs> you know that's where I work now. I'm French, but I got to get over there. That's where the work is at now. Yeah, yeah, and they weren't letting him over, so he's here now. Cabarro is here, and now we get to see what the new team is going to gel like together. Uh, no surprise. No surprise. Nate said that Cam Reddish is going to come off the bench, which we never thought that that was going to be in question, but apparently he had to let people who don't follow the Hawks know that as well as um, it looks like Deandre Hunter is in some of the best shape of his life, according to Solomon Hill and Deandre Hunter is locking everybody down in practice. I'm excited, excited, excited about the Hawks season. Of course, coming off last season, I went into the Eastern Conference Finals. Should have been to the finals, but you know, it is what it is. It is now time to put up or shut up. As of now, uh, the undefeated ESPN and NBA.com has the Sixers ranked ahead of the Hawks with everything that they're going through. Do you think the Hawks are still getting disrespected, man? Let me stretch and pray first. Lord Jesus, have mercy. Keep me in the cross. I need to inhale, exhale. Okay, I'm ready now. How, how in the, how in the world, not how in the world, how in the hell, the best <laughs> two players on your team are fighting like middle school girls on social media and y'all are ranking <laughs> us above us. How? Now, you know, we just beat them, right? And they we, had both of those players. Yep. We just beat them with both of their players. We now have Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter. We have a backup point guard for the first time ever. And somehow you think that the Philadelphia 76ers and broke Ben Simmons <laughs> are better than the, than the Hawks. How? How in the world? Explain that to me. Ben Simmons ain't even going to Philly. So you, you lost? your best or second best player, and you still think that they're better than the Hawks, even though they lost to the Hawks, and the Hawks started all of this shit in the first place? Do you know how bad you, or how much you don't want to be in a place to turn down $8.25 million? Ben Simmons turned down $8 million. If he if he had shown up to practice, he would have got paid $8 million, but he did not show up. $8.25 mil. That should tell you everything you need to know. He ain't coming back. If he's turning down eight million dollars, he's not coming back, right? Well, so, he paid him probably a hundred trillion dollars. Yeah, eight million ain't that much. Especially <laughs> when y'all talk bad about him. Yeah, the reason we lost is because he didn't dunk on Trey Young's head when he was standing under the goal. <laughs> he passed the ball, and Doc said, "I'm not sure if we can win with him." So, I, I mean, they did throw him under the bus. I mean, they, I mean, and he deserved to be there, but you don't publicly throw him under the bus. I do feel. Well, we'll get that. We'll, we'll get to that. Everybody, ah, 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 let's let's not. We want to focus on the Hawks because we. I we was about no, to go into the big no. Talk. We no. This is about the Sixers being ranked above us. All of this is contributory to the Atlanta Hawks disrespect. Now we're not even going to talk about this old ass Miami Heat team that y'all have never seen <laughs> play together, 
and yeah, favorites to win the East like, with what? no center and no bench. But okay, y'all got me turned up today. I already had my liquid gold Red Bull. I'm now sipping on the Yingling, and I'm a little <laughs> upset because I've been stewing on this all week because they are not like they hate each other. They wouldn't even let the man come to LA. Nah, dog, don't come out here and holler at me. I'm good. I'm good on you, fam. <laughs> and they ranked above us. How? How? How, Reggie? They got same? us ranked sixth in the East. These are the same people who put our best offensive lineup with Clint Capella at center. How? We have one of the most, <laughs> we have one of the most efficient scorers in NBA history through five through four years. And you left him off. We paid him a hundred. We paid him more than we played Clint Capella. How does this even make sense? We talk about ladies and gentlemen, for if you don't know, the undefeated said our offensive lineup is Trey Young, uh Bogey. Kevin Werder, Danilo Gallinari, and Clint Capella. And taking John Collins, who is second on the team in rebounds and scoring in the paint, and I think he's second on the team in three-point percentage, off the court. And we're, we're all, yeah, between taking a prolific score off and DeAndre Hunter, 17 points a game and what, like six rebounds? Like on, this, this is the reason that we must continue to podcast because nobody else in the world clearly pays any attention to the Hawks. And I, and, and just like last year, my whole thing, I didn't care if we really won or lost, but we better be better than Boston. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, we need to be better than the Sixers just so people shut up because they are pissing me off. We definitely better than the Heat. We done here. The Norwood Rand is over. We'll see y'all in October. <laughs> and, and, and this is the thing when it comes to covering the Hawks. If you don't know what you're talking about, just put right there on there. I have no clue. I've never watched the Atlanta Hawks a day in my life. That's fine. That's true. We understand yeah. it. But for you treat, just... They treat us like Pac-12 football. That's how you saw a Pac-12 football at 10 o'clock at night. Yo, and, and I've only is, seen highlights this year. For the last two years, I've only seen Pac-12 highlights. I ain't never seen a Pac-12 game. They I don't even watch the Rose Bowl. No, the Rose Bowl don't even get no ratings no more because they trash. But go ahead. Sorry. Hey, man. You know, like, <laughs> Pac-12 Pac just minding their business, running across, and ready set. <laughs> Quick scope. <laughs> I mean, they, it is what it is, man. But look, y'all not gonna disrespect us and treat us like Pac-12 football. So, with that being said, man, we've we've actually we don't we just we're not gonna talk too much more. It's time to put up a shut up. We come to the end of our Hawks segment, and I want to see Jalen Johnson become great value Ben Simmons. That will be the most disrespect. Would he be great value Ben Simmons if he gets a shot though, or would Ben Simmons become great value Jalen Johnson? Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our hot segment. We are now going to get into our favorite segment of our podcast, HBCU News Around the Culture. Hell yes. You take me. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our favorite segment, HBCU News Around the Culture. Got a few things we're going to talk to you, a few topics we're going to talk to you about today. Uh, the Battle of the Bay is happening between Hampton and Norfolk State. 
Nick Cannon is paying for kids to go to college. But first, we're going to talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z. So unless you've been living under a rock for the last year or two, there has been a huge movement amongst us, our people, to go to HBCUs and invest in HBCUs. The power couple of Beyonce and Jay-Z pledged $2 million in scholarship funds for arts in, for art and creative students at five HBCUs, including Norfolk State. The others are uh, Bennett College, University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Central State, and Lincoln University. The reason I like that they're giving money, not to just the major HBCUs, we always hear about the privileged giving money to the big, I call them like the, the big five. You know, like Howard, Hampton, Spellman, Morehouse, and Tuskegee. You hear they always get money. But now that you're focusing giving money to Central State, a lot of people don't even know where Central State is. It's in Ohio. Didn't even know that I was a college. A lot of people don't even know about Lincoln in Pennsylvania. Bennett, yeah, Bennett in North Carolina. And then University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Norwood, what's your thoughts, man? I know, I know you like this too. I'm excited about people, number one, putting your money where your mouth is. Number mm-hmm. two, the, the focus on African-American education is of the utmost importance. Uh, mm. I actually read something out. You know, if, if you know me at, at all, I'm super into a different world. And mm-hmm. I kind of read the backstory on a different world, how it really came from only the, uh, the real, like really the only black family prominent on television at that point was good time. It's the Cosby's. No, no, no. Uh, just good time. Really? This is this is pre a different world and pre Cosby show. This kind oh, of oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. So yeah, so good times originally, and that's how a different world and the Cosby show kind of came to light. They wanted to uplift the black community and show that we have people doing well. That increased HBCU enrollment, and now I, I think they say the black women have the highest percentage of degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, of any demographic so these I mean, small things and while they seem like they, they seem cool but relatively insignificant these things could have major influence on decades to come and that's what it's about for us i mean that's this this is why we do this yep this is this is this is why we do it man so I, i'm extremely first of all kudos to beyonce and jay-z i don't think we said that in this at all when we were discussing it's kudos to beyonce and jay-z they've always put their money where their mouth is through all of the slander, all of the conspiracy theories, everything that goes on with them when they do something for the black community. They've quietly been doing things like this for years. Uh, And a quick note of it, the project is actually in collaboration between the Couples Foundations, the Bay Good and Sean Carter Foundations, and the luxury jewelry company, Tiffany & Company. So they're actually getting corporate sponsors as well. So they're leveraging themselves and leveraging uh, their notoriety, popularity, and business acumen for the betterment of HBCUs, and we'll always we'll always cover that. We'll always cover that. Yeah, no, uh, Reggie, Reggie, lace that right there. That <laughs> sounds like a mission statement. God, <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> hey, Reggie, put this hey, on it. I got. I get serious when we talk about HBCUs, man. I was. I feel like uh, uh, I was raised in it. I was born in it. That boy gave really adopted Steve. it. Harvey introduction. <laughs> and now coming to the stage. <laughs> John but moving and on, Beyonce Giselle knows Carter. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, man. Hampton, there's a lot of good games going on at HBCU uh sports this week, but we're gonna highlight the Hampton 
Howard, I'm sorry, Hampton, we already beat Howard. The Hampton-Norfolk State Battle of the Bay game is going on. Hampton, it looks like they're, they scheduled back-to-back uh, rivalry games, even though they've moved to the what, Big South. Uh, they still end up playing Howard and Norfolk State. We already spanked Howard. And now we get to go down, go over the bridge to Norfolk and beat them over there. And what is it? I don't even know what their st- stadium is called. Is it Legion Field? No, Legion nobody can't. Nobody can't. Now, I will say y'all <laughs> was very funny on the Instagram. I enjoyed it. I laughed. I got a good hearty laugh. Y'all made jokes about us running for curfew. Yeah. Correct. Fair. Um, you, you talked about us code switching. Correct. Um, your comedy is on point. Let us hope that your football is too. Because if not, just like we roasted the vice president of this beloved country, you up next. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I spare no expense when it comes to comedy. Oh, uh, no, we don't. And y'all ain't got no vice president for us to roast. So we just going to have, nope, I'm going to keep that comment until after we beat y'all. <laughs> just know oh, the jokes are lay down. <laughs> oh, man, that's what they say to the folks on their student community campus. Yeah, whatever. We ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, our final topic in HBCU news around the culture that we wanted to talk about was Nick Cannon. So everybody knows Nick Cannon got hella kids. He, he, <laughs> I mean, he is like when it comes to Father's Day and doing what you're supposed to do for Father. I mean, Mother's Day and doing what she's supposed to do for Mother's Day. I mean. Everybody makes money off of him because he got a whole lot of baby mamas and a whole lot of kids. He take care of them all. But Nick Cannon also is paying for kids to go to college. A few of them, one of them is actually graduated from North Carolina A&T. A couple of them are going to other HBCUs in North Carolina as well. Norwood, what's your thoughts on this, man? I, Nick, Nick Cannon is, that boy. he amazes me. He amazes me every time I read more about him. Oh, I thought you were talking about he amazed you every time he gets somebody new pregnant. Um, nah, you you can only be amazed so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to Nick Cannon now taking care of not only his own children, but other people's children, too, and making sure they get educated. Shout out to Nick being the super parent. Uh, you know, we love this. More people going going to school, more people putting money where their mouth is in order to support. And I forgot that Nick went to Howard. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where he so, started wearing the turban. Yep. So we also have to make sure that we support the HB the HBCU alums, even if they took the L to uh the greatest university <laughs> in all the land. We still support you guys and thank you for all that you're doing, and thank you also for having a trash football team. <laughs> Donating oh, my bad. is what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we might just have found the title of this episode, donating. Oh, man. Um, But yeah, man, Nick, Nick has one thing about Nick Cannon that I've noticed or that I that I've always kind of been aware of is Nick Cannon is our age. So we've literally seen Nick Cannon grow up and he's he's the person that anything that he's wanted to do, he's kind of just done it and really asked no questions. He ain't really he wanted to rap, started rapping, wanted to do comedy, did comedy. Wanted to have a show, did a show. Wanted to produce, produce. Wanted to have kids, he did that very well. Nick wanted Cannon, to date every beautiful woman to ever grace Hollywood. Did that did too. It. Did he it. did that too. Like Nick Cannon. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I mean, I know that this really isn't the podcast for this, but Nick Cannon 
is the holy grail of players. Like, I don't think <laughs> that he gets nearly the respect that he deserves because everybody calls him kind of cheesy and boring. But if you've ever liked a woman, Nick Cannon hit it first. And to that, he inspired, he inspired Ray J. Yeah, man. <laughs> he had Kim too. We're going to edit that out. We're not, you know what we don't do here. We don't kink shame and we don't, we don't get past our past. It's a part of yeah. our life. These are all experiences. Very true. Very true. Very true. Well, uh, if you don't have anything else, nor will we come to the end of part one of episode 26 of the splash cast. Uh, we talked about <laughs> a drunk man joining himself or uh, joining his own search party where they were Life looking goals. for himself. <laughs> the Braves won the division. The Falcons still struggling. The Hawks are ready to come out of the gate. And HBCU oh. news and culture, everybody's putting their money where their mouth is, and we're going to stomp Norfolk State. Did I miss anything? No. We definitely need to stomp Norfolk State. Also, this is just a sidebar because I listen to a lot of music. I may believe that Bow Wow and Soldier Boy are the, the rap group that we've needed our entire lives, and nobody knew. Man, listen, I heard that song, and I was like, huh, this ain't bad. I should hate this, but I, I in fact, don't. Yeah, yeah. Make the like, playlist. Mm. And we'll be on, it will, now we have already let you know that there is one, there's one song that will be on the Splashcast 12-pack, so you can hear it for yourself. And just let me know what you think. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, Norwood, Go ahead and take us out, man. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, you could have been anywhere else in the world. Gotcha. You thought I forgot. Not a chance. Number one, more black baseball. Number two, <laughs> more black cowboys and cowgirls. Number three, hey, let's go down to the Battle of the Bay and do our job and whoop those, what Spartans. are they? Spartans. Oh, Spartan kicked them right the fuck on out of there. Uh, <laughs> With that said, you could have been anywhere else in the world. You are here with me and Reggie on this beautiful, beloved Tuesday. This also means that tomorrow you finna get a 12-pack, but you really get an 11-pack because we already told you Soldier Boy and Bow Wow is going <laughs> to be on there. Be ready for it. Um, it also means on Thursday you're going to get around the league. We're trying to bring it to you every day. And yes, like Reggie said, we're trying to bring the video to you next so you can not only hear us, but you can actually see us be this great. Yep. If you need anything else, if you don't have anything else, man, what do we always end it with? Hang, Hang out. out. And of course, adios, mi amigos. I'll be safe. street, nigga, we make a tape in one day. Real street, nigga, we make a tape in one day. Got that stick tuck, me over the vision, full trade. Real street, nigga, we make a tape in one day. Got that stick tuck, we up that bitch in 4K. Make it cool, yeah, I make that bitch on one play. Wild down game, all they know is your face. Wild down game, they gon' shoot in broad day. Put that money on your top, they gon' leave no trace. Got a time out on reserve, she just waiting for me to play. I'm a big dog in these streets, they gon' shoot on my play. I'm so geeked out these pills, and I'm found them with a case. Me and Velzo, we twins, I'm in Detroit every day. Got a bando in the six straight to the California state. I got fit now on my shirt, cause yeah. a feature was straight. I got shooters, I got eyes, fucking hoodie, fucking block. Had a care around my neck, had a suicide my watch. I can't move without my glass, I can't get without my chop. Really wipe shit right down, I can't move without my mouth. Yeah.
pussy nigga and your mans, huh? PBS is on my band, huh? He was plotting and got wet, we fucking plans, huh? Niggas out here capping, they ain't shooting shit. Bitch, I got my shooter lit. Copping so much ice, I made my jewelry. I be in the trenches, got a moon stick. Promo with the hooligans. We the ones that rap and really do the shit. Fuck them boys, them niggas know we problems. We watch it like we mobs. Real hitters, bitch, I rob the robbers. Bought my bitch a paddock, she got options. BSing on my watches. Let's sip it purple coating, it's my hobby. Real street,